0: Let's do it. What it is. This is what it is.
1: Another knocker.
2: Kick this game around like soccer.
1: And welcome back to another episode of the Shark Tank Dynasty Podcast, or should I say The Quest podcast for today, y'all. How you doing? Special edition.
3: Hell yeah, man. We got it in. The slow-ass draft (laughs) is over. Tired of the slow drafts. Ready for this fantasy football season. And I'm ready for the Quest to break down the teams we got and uh, see where they're lacking, slacking, and not comparing to... Oh, matter of fact, first off, since this is a a new addition to the quest let me reintroduce myself my name is cheese and i'm here and we're going to talk about the quest the shark tank and we got today with us we got my boy tyler
1: oh yep i'm here shark tank dynasty champion alumni you know i'm in that rare club with cheezosaurus rex Oh, the two-time champ over here, and we got the
3: the tie champ last season. You we know got, it.
2: we got. Introduce yourself, my friend. You know, he's a tie champ from the Shark Tank. You know, had to take it, but you got lucky on that tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the people don't know who you are, though. Tell us your name. Shark. They call me Shark El Sharko. <laughs> and, and
3: he's looking for the fishes.
2: <laughs> Always, you know, playing chess, chess with the whole league and in, in the quest. So. Loving it.
1: (laughs) All right. Let's get into it. All right. We're going to get right into this news. Yes, sir. Check out this news around the NFL. What's going on, fellas? Anything that sticks out to you? I mean, the main thing is for me, preseason, I don't know if it's gonna happen.
3: The NFL PA says seventy two players tested for COVID and uh they're still voting on what's gonna happen for the preseason. I mean, um how you feeling about the preseason?
1: Yeah, I saw that uh, the NFL basically offered the players, the NFLPA, um, a contract with no preseason games. So I don't expect any preseason games to happen this year, which hurts some of the rookies and undrafted free agents and those guys that are fighting for a roster spot. It's rough out there for them.
2: Yeah, exactly. I don't see how um, some of the rookies is going to pan out for them. Like They might not even get playing time until somebody actually gets hurt. So Mm -hmm. we'll see how that works out. Yeah, different than every other year, but geez,
1: I'm just wondering how we're here at the Quest Edition podcast, and one of your players made headlines, and that's not the first thing that stands <laughs> out to you? Your player's saying he's walking away, your six-round pick, I should say. six o nine, that's <laughs> 9 walking away from the game. That could have been Darren Waller on your team, right? That could have been Michael Pittman. I want to know how you feeling about Antonio Brown right now. You know, I'm a risky
3: kind of dude, so I'll take the risk on A.B. He said he'll walk away before. He might come back and play. Who knows? The man just likes the attention. I think that's what's going on. And no one has signed him yet, so he's like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to walk away. But you can't walk away from the game when you're the best receiver in the game. You know? So we'll see what happens. We'll let it play out itself. Besides that, a whole lot of people have been signed. A lot of people haven't been signed. I mean, obviously, Patrick Mahomes, 10-year deal, big
1: deal. How you feeling about Mahomes? Oh, you got to love that position security. You guys just did a dynasty startup. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, Patrick Mahomes is a sure thing, you know, as sure as, sure as it gets. Had Man. to lock
2: him in for sure. Yeah, he's he's a lock. And then we got today another deal was made, four year deal to Jalen Hurts. So, I mean, let's see what happens with wins. So hopefully, he can play a whole season. Not, but <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Okay, I got another
1: big bombshell that came last week Derrick Henry getting his four year deal, $50 million. That, man, that's such a big boost for Dynasty because contract situations. We see it happen all the time. Uh, running backs fall off a cliff because they, they go to a new team or they're unsigned like Devontae Freeman. I remember last year he was going in like third round of uh, redraft leagues and now the guy is not on a team. So it's just crazy how quick uh, you know, that, that free agent running back market can turn on you and Derrick Henry, just a huge deal so he doesn't have to go through that. Yeah, I believe Mostert requested a
3: trade since last time we had a podcast.
1: Yeah, Raheem Mostert requested a trade. Since then, he's uh, he's you know trying to get back in the good graces with the 49ers because his trade request was not well received considering uh, he wants a new deal. He wants to be the highest paid running back on the team or at least at par. And uh, we just gave him a new deal. The 49ers gave him a new deal last year. so.
3: Well, I think he deserves it, man, getting the special teams money for a team that went to the Super Bowl pretty much on the back of him. So Oof. pay the man.
1: Oof, He had a good playoff run, but that whole season was not on the back of him. That was a team effort. And that we, we just showed y'all Cowboys how to do it, man. That's the blueprint. It's a team effort, not just one person.
3: Uh, We can get into this a little later (laughs) But uh, the other big news Calvin Harmon (laughs) Tour ACL Training camp Um, I think that means good thing For Scary Terry Who's on both of my dynasty teams
2: Well for sure yeah He's gonna get all the work like usual Probably doing better this year hopefully But there's also Steven Sims Who did not too bad last year And now we got the new rookie coming out uh, Antonio Gandhi Golden, <laughs> if I said it right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Antonio AGG, he's sick with it, and he's a smart dude. He's a, like, Rubik's Cube geek. Like, he could do a Rubik's Cube in, like, t- under two minutes. Probably blindfolded the whole nine. The guy, any he's a great wide receiver. Had a lot of college production. He should be good over there in Washington.
3: Yep, same with Antonio Gibson. Also, maybe wide receiver role. But uh, let's... It's pretty much the news so far the next step of our podcast is the moves there's no moves in the quest yet but we'll get into the draft so we got a couple moves in the tank let's get into it
0: i got the moves i got the moves i'm making moves you got a move you gotta move she made that back move damn she made the titties move damn. i made the city move. move i made the city move i got the move
1: all right, yeah, let's dive into these Shark Tank dynasty moves. What's sticking out to you, Kamish? What you got for us? Big I, Spender? Big Spender, I didn't... The Big Spender? The Big Spender was Mr. International Haynes. $30 on Jared Stidham. I don't know if we talked about that already, but that's a, that's a lot for the Stidham in a one-quarterback league. But he needs a backup quarterback pretty bad. I'm yeah. Sure, he's he's been going door to door talking to y'all.
2: Exactly, trying to go everywhere, <laughs> right. asking for things that he can't get. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, Stidham. Um, hopefully he you know takes a job. But I don't think it's all Cam. It's Cam's taking it, and he's just hoping for some somebody just out of nowhere give him back uh quarterback.
3: Besides that, bunch of backup players been happening, picked up, dropped, whatever. But we had a big trade go down in the tank.
1: Big, big trade.
0: Game over? No way! Because we got Game Genie!
1: Blockbuster trade coming at you with yours truly, fully loaded. Trading away two of my starters, Kenny Galladay and Noah Fant. And my second round pick this year, Chase Claypool. um, Four. One of my favorite players in the entire NFL, George Kittle. And I got Will Fuller, similar package that I got from Mr. Tiburon in the feast. And, yeah, I'll let you guys take it away. What do you think? Man,
3: (laughs) your team needed anything, like Shark has been saying, your team needed an all-star tight end. And uh, it's a little ridiculous. You're pretty stacked. I don't think Zini. I think Zini could have got more out of you with how stacked your team is with this trade. If I was Zini and I had the best tight end in the game, the best tight end in Madden, 99 overall in Madden, or maybe he's 98, he might be 98. He got
1: 98, but he should be 99. Yeah, uh,
3: I I would need a little more than just Kenny Galladay, Noah Fant, and Claypool. I would have I would have had to get aj brown maybe from you maybe dj Moore, something a little bit
2: better exactly like you pretty much just gave him the maybe a first round pick (laughs) he gave him the only hole he had as a tight end and now he got Kittle set team for dynasty forever
1: (laughs) yeah i'll just remind you guys last year oh you're gonna win the ship i went 13 and (laughs) 0 record none of us have ever done that in a league and then i also had the most points by hundreds of points and what what happens to me i get bounced by an eight seed round one tell him the curse and you know what honestly my next round wasn't that much better than my first round so you, i like cheese was saying it all last year watch out for your playoff run and i was always laughing at him sure enough that's what came back to bite me so we said this whole thing last year this year is going to be even crazier with COVID. My running back depth is not what it was last year. So I I don't want to you know say I'm going to take the ship, but I've been the favorite. I'm still the favorite. This trade just makes it a little bit more. I guess it maybe it moves the needle a little bit. I don't know how much more it could have been moved,
2: honestly. So definitely moved a lot. Moved you up a lot with the tight end. You had Noah mm-hmm. Fat. And now you got Kittle, best tight end in the game. Dynasty tight end at that.
3: For those who don't know, in the quest, like, tell tell them your starting lineup
1: real quick. All righty. My starting lineup in this 14-team league is Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback, Devontae Adams, wide receiver one, DJ Moore, wide receiver two, Amari Cooper, wide receiver three, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, George Kittle, Alvin Kamara, A.J. Brown, Evan Ingram. And I got some cool bench players like Jalen Hurd that should uh, flash this year. But that took a long time to build. This league started, what, three, four years ago at this point? So, you know, your team's not going to get stacked like this overnight. But, yeah, that's a lot of hard work right there. Yeah, we're going to our fourth season and
3: uh, fully loaded single champ over here. Mm Mm-hmm got the two-time champ, real Cali cheese in the building. Yes, one and a half. (laughs) (laughs) And we got the Thai champ, the shark. But, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty
1: much it, man. All right. It's time to get to the main event. Yeah, it's time to get into this main event. We're going to get into this for you, the Quest Edition. And it's going to be one hell of a main event.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is... the and Now, oh, now
3: we're gonna break down the teams in the quest. We got two divisions. I guess we'll start division per division. I forgot what the
2: division Legacy. Is. We can start with legacy division.
3: Yeah, I was telling yeah. ZD. Change the division. In this, man. Make it a little more exciting.
1: Oh man, don't let Cheese be in charge of changing the freaking names because they're gonna change every week. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Depending on who's the highest scorer of the week. Oh, new name for this division. Yeah. But um yeah, so we're gonna get into these two divisions. Let's break down this format a little bit. I don't play in any 16-team leagues or any leagues with divisions, so this is all new for me. Hey, it's new for me too, man. My first
3: 16-team league. Uh, pretty fun draft. Uh, it started off real slow, ended up ending on a fast note, which is pretty cool. But we had this guy over here, our co-host, the Shark, one time. Uh
1: Yeah, I heard he just cleaned up shop. You could say he smelled blood in the water. Shark knew what was going on. This isn't his first go around. It's not his first rodeo. It's not his first rodeo. He is the commish of the Shark Tank, the 14-team dynasty league, if you didn't know. And And I heard he just took complete advantage. Finished his draft in round 16. That's incredible. That's something I've never done. And you know what? It's just crazy to see how many of you guys had different strategies coming in and just a clash of all of them turned into the quest and what it is today. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of trades that went down. Tell us some of your favorite trades, man.
2: Yeah. Well, definitely my favorite trades was moving up. I, this is pretty much what I did. Move. I would move up. Then move back to get multiple picks, and that's what helped me out in the long run. Getting multiple picks in sixteenth round, yeah, crazy that I finished in that round. I was surprised myself when I t- counter my team. I was like, oh damn, I'm already done. <laughs> well,
1: if you want to talk about a favorite trade, I think I could speak up for you because this is the the one you always bring up when people want to say it's not fair. How did he do this? But he traded the champion of the the two-time champ of the Shark Tank was the very first trade he made that set off this madness.
2: Yes, and and tell him, Cheese, tell him how that trade came about.
3: Oh,
0: yeah.
2: (laughs) You know,
3: same thing I did for the startup of the Shark Tank. I traded my first-round pick for a third-round pick and a fourth-round pick. I felt very happy with that in the moment, and I still feel happy with that after the draft, post-draft. But it, it was those trades where you just moved up or moved back a little bit. Like you move my pick back to like, I think like a 10th or 12th round pick. For or 10th or 12th pick overall, that number one eight to like 112 for like getting back like an extra sixth. Mm-hmm.
2: And the thing is, I ended up flipping that pick for three picks. I think I got a second and a fourth and an eighth for it. So that's pretty much what I was playing. Uh, chess with the whole league going up and down making better moves and yeah you could call it chess yeah. man but
3: <laughs> i'll call it rape
2: you're the one saying no one here's thinking about raping anyone well you talking about vibes is the only thing that's rapey going on right now dude nothing was rapey till you brought up the rapey vibes the one who oh. smelled it dealt it dog true
1: that dude one who denies it supplies it I, I know it's farts i get it guys guys guys
0: jay's not rapey jay couldn't rape a fly probably could maybe we should just stop this entire conversation right now if anyone's gonna rape anyone here it's probably gonna be Danny. what the fuck franco what? Really Why? why do you know think i'm gonna rape somebody i'm just trying to lay it out there i'm not gonna rape anyone all right if any, anyone...
3: yeah there's, there's a lot of rape going around <laughs> they should probably lock him up call the police where's karen let's
1: go <laughs> hide your kid hide your wife <laughs> Tiburon is coming. The shark is coming. So, are we
2: starting with this legacy division?
1: Is that what we're doing yes, here? Yes,
2: with the legacy division. Are mm. we all
1: starting at the top? Do we have Mr. Game Zini, the commissioner of the quest, at the top? Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and get into it. Game over.
0: Game over? No way! Because we got Game Genie!
1: The Game Xenodor coming in hot. Commissioner of the 16-team league. Let's get into this team. At the top, Jimmy Garoppolo. Shout out, Jimmy G. Glad to see a 49er fan scooped up our captain. How you guys feeling about Jimmy G? About Slim Jim. Slim Jim? Yeah. Step into a Slim Jim.
3: About Jimmy G in a 16-team league and his backup quarterback, Drew Locke.
1: Nice. Now, wide receiver one we're just gonna use all of our drops on zini's team yeah we got got dk (laughs) sutton and landry for the wide receiver core very nice i like the youth there i'm scared of landry's week one um ability availability because he's injured but yeah dk and sutton solid yeah solid start and then running back core we got
3: C-E-H, your boy Shark, and uh, Damian Williams over there. You got the duo starting right now. Yes, also got J.K. Dobbins, Zach Moss.
1: Don't skip over Zach Moss, man. That's going to be a solid pick there in Buffalo. I actually really like him, especially his rookie year. He's, he's gonna... got
3: the... He missed Mark Ingram, but he's got the three-piece in Baltimore. Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, uh, Steven Sims over here on the bench, Danny Amendola. But... uh Starting lineup, not bad. I mean, I don't know if I would start CH and Damian Williams together. Yeah. I don't know. I if mean, that... it's not
2: a bad move because they're probably going to share work, and whoever does get the most work of the game, he's still going to get the points out of it.
1: Very explosive but, offense, I mean, too. Yeah,
2: so, I mean, not too bad of a move, but you got the double tight ends, Hawkinson, and then Ebron on the flex. And let's not forget Devontae Freeman if he signs with another team could be big.
3: Yeah, he got Steven Sims over here. I think I would yeah. throw him in here instead of Ebron. Mm-hmm. Uh especially with that Harmon news. I think he's definitely under projected. Six points on Yahoo and a PPR. That's not happening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he's
3: gonna crush that projection. But yeah. uh not bad for the for the
2: host, for the the
1: commish. I'll say I do like Hawkinson as a dynasty
2: tight end. He, he will be good. And let's not forget he only got Eagles defense, Zini. He got to step it up. Should have got that second defense. Oh, oh I yeah. told him. <laughs> I told
3: him, man. I told him too many times. I told him Jags was out there in the chat. Uh, when he drafted Green Bay for the second time, uh, I told him, taken. Still no response. I don't know what he's doing, but it's all good. He'll make it back. Uh, But we got 16 teams to talk about. So next we got...
1: El Guru. Hey, buddy, buddy. El Guru is in the house. El Guru in the house. All right, El Guru, let's take a look at this team. Quarterback in Drew Brees. And I know you got Aaron Rodgers there on the bench. Two solid starting quarterbacks. Should be good for this year at least. Wide receivers, A.J. Green, Nikhil Harry, Hunter Renfro. Let's stop it there, fellas. How do you feel about those quarterbacks and these wide
2: receivers? I mean, Drew Brees, I mean, this may be his final year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm hoping for it because I got James Winston, you know, <laughs> getting them Ws, eating them Ws. But, yeah, you got two solid quarterbacks and receivers. A.J. Green, we still don't know if he's going to be 100% and he's going to ball out or get hurt again. I really don't like his other receivers, Renfro and Harry, but we'll see what happens.
3: I mean, Renfro with the addition of Henry Ruggs, to pick that early, definitely I would see a decrease in targets for Renfro. But this is PPR. It's not bad having like a pretty good slot guy. Nikhil Harry, big question
1: mark. but um, Yeah, that's obviously the weakest spot on the Guru's team is his wide receivers, but everything else, quarterbacks, Running backs. Let's get get into the running
3: backs right now.
1: Yeah, Austin Eckler, your boy, came up out of nowhere last year. He really turned it on. Was super efficient, very very uh, good for the Chargers offense. And Aaron Jones, another guy last year, 19 touchdowns, former fully loaded back. I got rid of him this off season in the Shark Tank, but I love the running backs there.
3: Oh, then he's flexing with Le'Veon Bell and Darius Geis in the other two running, uh, the other in the flex positions, and for a PPR league, pretty good receiving backs. I've seen Darius Geis looking healthy running routes. If he can stay healthy all season, he's gonna be a fucking
2: steal. Yep, and then he got Zach Ertz over here at tight end, who's gonna be a target hog.
1: Evan Ingram, backup tight end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Evan Ingram on the bench is pretty nice, especially compared to uh, what we just looked at. He definitely has more depth here, the Guru does. But, man, that projection, 20-point differential on his week one projection, that would scare me a little bit. I'd have to make some moves before week one. Um, and, yeah, that would be the wide receivers. And
2: mm-hmm. not too bad, Guru. You did a good job. Yeah, I like the depth. Yep.
3: All right. Next team I got over here.
2: Oh yeah, we got Kokis. Yeah, Cokies. Cokies. Jorge Flores. Jorge
1: Flores (laughs) from the Bowling Nights. What's up, my guy? Welcome to the fantasy world. And you got cheese. His favorite player, Lamar Jackson. He's wearing the jersey right now, as a matter of fact. Oh,
3: yeah. My guy, Action Jackson. Best running back in the game. Best quarterback in the game. Best offensive weapon in the game. And you know he's going to crush it this season. Can't go wrong with LJ getting freaky on the field. Um, backup quarterback, we are over here. We got Nick Foles. Big Dick Nick, probably not that great in fantasy, I'm just saying. And then uh, let's get into the wide receiver core. Darius Slayton, Brandon Ayuk, and Terrell Williams starting. How you guys feeling about that?
1: Yeah, a lot of upside for Ayuk and Slayton. Williams on his way out. They got a lot of young wide receivers there, but he should be solid for the start of the year considering these rookies are going to have a slow start. Okay, running back core. We got Nick
3: Chubb, Philip Lindsay, Daryl Henderson, and Jordan Howard starting four running backs, going
1: with the four RB start. Um Yeah, this this lineup a gets a lot thinner towards the towards the bottom here. We start with Lamar Jackson, Iuke Slayton, Chubb looks good, but other than that, Hollister, big weak spotted tight end. I'm not in love with Henderson or Jordan Howard at the flex, Philip Lindsay. You know, they got Melvin Gordon there now. He's a backup running back or a complimentary at this point. Well, these four running backs compared to the Guru's four running backs.
2: Is right.
3: Definitely a downgrade, but right. these are all pretty solid. You got to remember, 16-team league. They These running backs here, I feel like they should all – get some type of work if not complimentary work for some of these guys Mm -hmm. And let's uh, not
2: forget he got old faithful down there frank gore (laughs) Oh, shout out frank gore i'm not
1: mad at rostering him at all i think what would really help this team is if he hits that dalvin cook lottery where dalvin cook for whatever reason sits games and alexander madison steps up that would really help this roster but other than that he's going to be Looking a lot like your team last year, Chief, just relying on Lamar Jackson to carry him. Somehow getting in that playoff picture and just let Lamar do work. Yep, three defenses, San Francisco Rams, Cincinnati. Oh, there you go, Zini. Hit him up. Another guy Ooh. with uh, multiple defenses. The bench, maybe a little soft. All right. You but, ready uh, to hop into this next squad. Oh. 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 I think we're ready to hop into the next squad.
2: We got the commissioner of the Shark Tank, Mr. Finesse of the Draft. Mr. Future 2020 sh- champ of the Quest. Not
1: if
3: I got
2: anything <laughs> to say about <laughs> it.
1: Mr. 16-round finish. Let's get into it. At the top here, Big Ben Rothlisberger coming off of a big injury. Welcome back for Big Ben. And uh, you've got, a you got like, five quarterbacks on here. Sheesh. Ryan Tannehill and Sam Darnold are the other capable starters. And I see why you're starting Big Ben week one. Um, wide receivers, Tyler Lockett, Keenan Allen, Devontae Parker is the trio. Let's stop there, fellas. What do you think about this team? You know, Keenan
3: Allen, one of the best receivers in the game, Devontae Parker. Been around too long to have one good year. I'm not a fan. Some people are. And Tyler Lockett, nice. But uh, if A.B. comes to Seahawks. Bruh, bruh.
2: I mean, the, to me, this wide receiver core is like bruh. legit. Like, we got the wide receiver 6, the wide receiver 11, and the wide receiver 13. So I don't see why people think down on this team. But, I mean, I understand King Allen got some new quarterback. But, I mean, if they're going to suck this year, there's going to be a lot of garbage time and who they're going to throw it to kenan allen so i like it how it is and running backs too let's go to the running backs
3: All right, running back definitely your strongest position we got Kenyon drake i'm very high on this season about to start and kill it for arizona like he did last year we got todd zilla my guy Gurley, <laughs> coming in and coming and in, moving to atlanta taking the starting job chris carson question mark for me this season same with Raheem Mostert but then on the bench you also have Sin down here um David,
1: David Montgomery David Montgomery the
0: gump my mom always said life was like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get
3: we okay. see here you're going with the four RB starting lineup too Pretty strong RB core, probably the best in the league, if not the gurus, so far. How you feeling? Oh,
2: how you feeling, bro? I'm feeling real good. I, honestly, I don't see how gurus running backs are better than mine at all. <laughs> but I got for sure, in my opinion, the best running back core in the league. And even with fucking Montgomery on the bench, that's pretty crazy to even have him on my bench. But yeah, going with the four running backs starting. On the flicks, so yeah.
1: Yeah, it was sixteen team league, pretty mm. deep at running back for sure. Pretty deep period. I mean, you look at the wide receivers, his starters, you know, they have their questions, but like Shark said, they all had solid finishes last year. Then you go down and there's so much upside in Denzel Mims, T. Higgins, A G G, Chase Claypool, I mean Mike Gasecki This is by far the deepest team in this league. If you guys are in the market to fill a hole in your starting lineup, I would have been on Shark's line because he's got starters for days on this bench and a lot of guys that should have solid seasons. And uh, Yeah, these rookies got a lot of upside towards uh, the later part of the season.
3: Yeah, Baltimore defense, New England defense top two defenses
2: probably in the league
3: and
1: then we didn't mention darren waller who you chose antonio brown over
2: Mm, waller the baller i can't believe
1: it (laughs) uh darren waller had an incredible season last year target monster but yeah i think we've said enough about this team i'm sure you guys have heard enough about it in Mm. the chat definitely heard enough all right let's move on to the next squad next we got oh yes matthew's legitimate team if you guys don't know
3: that's pickle rick <laughs> your boy pickle we got uh i don't know why they call him pickle but that's pickle rick what do you think about that i turned myself into a pickle
2: i'm pickle rick <laughs> uh, so yeah you got a nice squad let's start with the quarterbacks carson wentz as his starting quarterback and that's pretty much the only starting quarterback he has because he has Mitchell Trubisky on the bench, which we still don't know if he's going to have that starting job.
3: Or if I like to call him Trash Biscuit. <laughs> but, yeah, um, Carson Wentz, always good when he plays.
1: Um, yeah. Wide receivers, we got DeAndre Hopkins, Adam Thielen, Julian Edelman. You know, we got Edelman, new quarterback, in New England, of course, with Cam Newton or Jarrett Stidham. New, new team with Kyler Murray. Um, Adam Thielen. You know, Stefan Diggs just left. So they're all in new situations here. But all, I feel like, should have solid seasons. Um, especially with Edelman as the wide receiver three. I, I think he should meet that criteria. Um, what do you think about these wide receivers at the top here?
3: Yeah. Uh, a little older for the wide receivers, but obviously... They're all, no, except for Edelman. They're Thielen's in for a role of his lifetime for sure. Mm. Hopkins is gonna eat this year. Not too big on Edelman.
2: Yeah, Edelman had his best season yet last year, but I think it's gonna be a lot of regression this year, and he's not gonna be the same person.
3: But uh, let's get into the running backs for the pickle. We got Big A.K. Alvin Kamara, Leonard Fournette, and then flexing over here with. Chenault and Mark Ingram. How you feeling about that trio of running backs?
1: Yeah, that's a solid trio. You know, I love me some AK. I have a couple shares myself. Um, it's just for Dynasty, the, the contract thing comes into question with all three of these running backs here. Mark Ingram, he had an excellent year last year. We loved him in that offense, but he was on a two-year contract when he got signed. Um, I think that jk dobbins pick kind of the writings on the wall there in baltimore leonard fournette jacksonville was trying to trade them try trade him for anything that they could get during the draft they were trying to unload leonard fournette they already declined his fifth year option he's not going to get a new contract there i believe so you're going to have to see what happens with him in free agency ak i hope he gets paid by the saints but you know they've got a A bunch of big ticket guys on offense and defense that they got to pay I think that they'll ultimately sign AK to a long contract but I'm not sure when it's going to happen but it's something to watch until he doesn't sign or until he does sign definitely uh, three probably pretty good stars
3: for the season I would say and then that last flex position LaVisca Chanel or possibly Andy Isabella maybe Bryce Love Darrington Evans a little weaker for that last flex position. Scraping, scraping the bottom yeah. of the barrel
2: there. Ian Bryce Thomas,
3: up. tight yeah. end. Um, how you feeling about Matt's squad, Shark?
2: It's not a bad team. I mean, good, you know, starting core. So, but I play in week one, so I feel bad for you, Matt. You know, sorry <laughs> to have to take make you go zero one to start off the season. But yeah, you got a nice squad. Not too bad.
3: All right. Well, sixteen teams. Let's get into it. Next team, Cruise Control. We got Knicks team, cruise control, quarterback, QB1, my favorite team. <laughs> Dak Prescott coming in strong with a trio of beast receivers. And uh, backup quarterback, got Fitz Magic And Andy Dalton, if there's some problem with Dak, not bad.
2: Not bad at all. I mean, he got a solid squad and got the... Gallup and Prescott stack, which is always Mm. real nice, those double points.
3: Yeah, let's get into it. Wide receivers, who we got?
2: Got Devontae
1: Adams, another fully loaded player. Michael Gallup and Deshaun Jackson sitting here at wide receiver three. I would look to upgrade that wide receiver three for sure. Wide receiver one and two look pretty solid in my opinion.
3: Yeah, Uh, one of the better, I would say... Well, I don't know how I feel about Gout this season, but uh, a decent wide receiver core. Uh, running backs, we got Melvin Gordon, James White,
1: and uh, yeah, they're not the most exciting running backs. Melvin Gordon just signed a pretty solid contract with the Broncos, though. I think they're paying him eight mil this year, which is like a significant number for a free agent running back. Um, he should get work there. And if that offense is good and they're, you know, in the red zone a lot, Melvin Gordon should do well. James White, I think we're going to see a drop-off here. But at the same time, if Cam is starting, we've seen him throw to the running back with Christian McCaffrey. Maybe he has an eye for it now. But I want to get into this tight end. True. <laughs> Best yeah. tight end Best in the tight game. End again. Yeah, we got George Kittle. I see he is a Niner fan, so shout-out Nick. Got the 49ers repping on his team logo. Let's go, George Kittle. Week 1 versus Arizona, who was the worst team against tight end last year. And it's at home. I got tickets to this game. It's going to be crazy. But, yeah, I think uh, George Kittle, man, he really brightens up this lineup. You just got to look a little bit deeper. You got tickets to
3: the game? They're probably going to refund you. Huh?
1: They, yeah, there's a guarantee on them. I actually, I got a, quite a few. I got, like, five tickets to that game. So if something happens, I'll get refunded. But if not and it's an empty stadium, that's going to be a blast not having to go through all that you know, traffic and whatnot because only... I mean, if there's, like, limited seating. Exactly. Only, yeah, like, 25% like... of people would be there if uh, that was the case. And then
3: over here, Nick is flexing with Larry Legend, Larry Fitzgerald, and uh, Jack Doyle, maybe Chris Thompson, Alshon, Oof. Gerald
1: Everett. Oh. Yeah, those flexes. Finish now. DJ. Those Dallas. are rough. <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald with Nuke over there. I just don't see it happening. He Nuke is such a target hog, if you don't know. like He requires 150, 140 targets. So everyone else, move aside. Uh, plus, you got other mouths to feed. Jack Doyle. I just can't with Jack Doyle. It's been a long time since I've had Doyle on any of my rosters. His upside is just so capped all the time. And, yeah, the rest of the team here, just Alshon Jeffrey, no time timetable to return. That Those flexes are going to be rough this season. And then also I want to point out, uh, by week 10, Dak is scheduled to have his bye. And I think by then Fitzmagic is going to be replaced by Tua Tagovailoa as the starter. So I, I think that he's going to be in the market for a backup quarterback. So those of you that have been hoarding quarterbacks in this league, Maybe you have a trade partner here. All right. Let's speed it up. 16 teams.
3: Next team, we got one of the other guys that kept the draft moving. Thank you, Joel. Uh, as he likes to call him, Quill, The little sleeper face. We yeah. Got the Quill in the building. Shout out to the Quill.
2: <laughs> I love NyQuil, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's the best shit ever invented, isn't it? Huh? Ah. Yeah, the Quill. We got the only A+. Plus. In the Yahoo grading. He's projected mm-hmm,
3: yeah. the most for week one. Sharky sounds a like. little
2: jealous of that A-plus I, rating. I, I'm definitely jealous, and, and I don't like it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All
3: right. Quarterback Ooh, position, man. Matty Ice. Ooh, Kirk Cousins backup, and Marcus Mariota.
1: Covered. You love to see it. In a 16-team league, you need that position stability. Yeah,
3: can't go wrong. Matty Ice, uh, pretty, pretty good quarterbacks, Matty Ice and Kirk Cousins for the future. Wide receiver core, we got T. Y. Hilton, John Smokey Brown, Deontay Johnson. How you guys feel about the wide receiver core?
2: It's not too bad. Um, I mean but we still gotta see T. Y. Hilton if he's gonna stay healthy or not. If he can, I think Phillip Rivers and him would have a nice rapport. And John Brown got digs over there now, so his, he's He might get some regression. Deontay Johnson still to see how it's going to go with Big Ben out there.
3: Yeah, some question marks to the wide receiver position, but the reason why I believe he got that A-plus grade is this running back, these two starter running backs. Get into it. Who he got at running back?
1: Oh, man. I'll introduce one of them, but I want you to take the other. I'll take Joe Mixon here, Oklahoma running back. And, uh, yeah, he's got all the talent in the world, but Cincinnati's misused him throughout his career, and the offense has been horrible. So look for Joe Mixon to have a better year with Joe Burrow. Now, you introduced that other running back.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Cowboys running back, A1 running back. We got big Zeke Elliott coming in, projected 20 points. Um, he's going to kill it per usual. Uh, give him a whole off season, unlike last season where he kind of was a little wishy-washy coming into the season. I think he should be ready, set to go. one of the best offenses in the league. Um, outside of that, we flexing over here with Dallas Goddard and Debo, who I think is probably going to be out for most of the season personally. But he does have on Johnson, Preston Williams, Irv Smith,
1: D.D. Westbrook. Michael Pittman Jr. sitting right there in oh, front yep. of your eyes as well. And yeah, Debo, I'm with you. I think Debo's going to miss some time. Not not majority of the season, in my opinion, but I'm not a doctor. And then Um, tight end
3: position, we got Mandrews,
1: Mark Andrews, tight end.
3: uh, Diabetic type one tight end for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, It's actually, a now look at the roster, pretty deep team. One of the deeper rosters besides Sharks team that I've seen. Um, but I do have some questions of the wide receiver position.
2: Yeah, he pretty much covered all his bases except like he didn't have get any of his uh, cuffs. Which I don't, which I don't know if Zeke he should have got Pollard. He did get opinion. Gio Bernard at least. Who's, yeah.
1: who's pretty much the cuff to Mixon that we've mm-hmm. seen. But they've got some other young running backs there. Pollard would have definitely been a nice piece, but I'm sure he went kind of early. Oh, yeah. There is a team out here. Uh, they should change their name to Cuffin Season because they got all the, all the cuffs. We'll get into
3: it. But uh,
1: next team. And then One... the last team in this legacy division.
3: Yeah, last team in the division. That's true because we're playing divisions. When you actually look at the matchups who you're playing, it's mostly playing teams in your division, which is a little crazy, mm-hmm. and you kind of don't play too many teams outside of division, which is very interesting. My first time I've ever done this, mm-hmm. but uh, last team in the division, Monday, Morning Tears, that's John, I don't know, who, which
2: John? <laughs> that's not John Deben, John Deben's on the other division, but this is John, John. John John. John with an H yeah so let's get with the quarterbacks he got Russell Wilson ooh that's a nice quarterback to start it off and backup quarterback he really doesn't have one except for Jacob Eason which he needs to hope to get the job sometimes well he's
1: got Tyrod Taylor sitting there too so Tyrod should have the job as long as they're in contention and then once they're out we'll see uh, Herbert can't go wrong with Russell Wilson.
0: He's very nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then for the wide receiver group, we got everyone's favorite wide receiver to hate in the Shark Tank at least Kenny Galladay, Cooper Cup, Robbie Anderson. Those wide receivers sure start nice, but man, Robbie Anderson is a wide receiver three. I just don't see it, uh, especially with Teddy Bridgewater as his new quarterback. Um, what are you guys thinking about these wide receivers? He's got Sterling Shepard and Brashad Perryman on the bench too, which are nice. Those are good bench pieces. If we just talk
3: about his, we'll we'll take his wide receivers into the flex position Anthony Miller, Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard on the bench, Brashad Perryman, uh, Trent Taylor. Uh, It's pretty deep at wide receiver compared to the teams we've looked at. Most of these guys are on the same level, I feel like, as Robbie Anderson, the guys in the flex and some of the guys on the bench. But uh, Kenny G and Cooper Cup. Pretty top tier receivers. Pretty good at wide receiver, if I do say so myself.
2: Yeah, and Kenny G got Stafford back, which I like Stafford a lot. But Cup, his last half, last ending of season games, didn't really do much. But no Brandon Cooks,
1: no Todd Gurley. There's going to be touches to open up, especially in the red zone. And that's where Cooper Cup actually does a lot of good work in the red zone. So I expect him to thrive. Now that, uh, you know, Crybaby girlie has gone and, um, yeah, Brandon Cooks is gone as well. Running backs, Derrick Henry, big bump after signing that contract. So, shout out to you, John, for uh, capitalizing on that. Devin Singletary, he's kind of trending down this offseason because of Zach Moss. Um, I'd be a little bit scared of Zach Moss myself. And tight end, let's let the cheese introduce this tight
3: end. Oh, we got... Hulkowski Kowski over here, the Hulk, big Gronk coming back. You know, I've been holding on to him in the Shark Tank for like the last, since the first year I played it, For the last two years. Been holding on to Gronk, waiting for him to come back, and Gronk smashed the rest of the league. But, uh, yeah, one of the top tight ends in the game. What's he ranked in Madden? 95 or something? 95, that's... bro. Blessed him. They Ridiculous. blessed his rating. But yeah, uh, one of the deeper teams for sure at the wide receiver position. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if we review uh, the what's the name of this division? Legacy. Yeah, the Legacy division. I would say, I don't know. Let's let's what you guys say who's going to top three teams in the division. If I'm after looking it over, I'm going to go a Sharks team, Juan's team. And the last team we just said, Monday Morning Tears. Okay, I'll go with Shark's
1: team, Joel's team, and... I missed Joel's team. I'll I'll go the team with Kittle.
2: Yeah, and I'll say my team, and that's it. (laughs) No, we'll go my team, Joel. I'll go with Guru's team, hard to say, and Monday Morning Tears. Oh, I'm sorry, Kittle. I gotta, I gotta bounce back. Yeah, that I'm, one. I'm
3: gonna have to add Joel to that mix. I'm gonna go top four, probably in <laughs> order. I would say Shark, Joel, yeah, Guru, and then Monday Morning Tears.
1: Monday Morning Tears would be your fourth. I'm down with those three for sure, and then that fourth one's gonna be up to, up for grabs. But yeah, it's looking like Shark, Joel, and Guru, I think are locks in this division because of that running back depth. Um, Let's go ahead and get into this next division. We're talking about the Destiny division. It's your destiny to win a championship. Or as I'll call it, the Dark Side. The Dark (laughs) Side. Oh, you wanted to be the Dark Side. The Dark Side versus the Rebellion. Oh, okay. (laughs) Cheese, you would be the villain of this whole thing. And uh, no, actually, Sharks should be in that division if that's the case. Yeah, true that. But yeah, let's go ahead and get into this Destiny division. And at the very top, I see the champion of the Shark Tank. Real California cheese. Everybody's it's funny. the cheese.
3: Yeah, 40 acres of cheese coming <laughs> in. Uh, let's talk about it. Quarterbacks, I came through. Tampa Tom, Danny Dimes. That's Daniel Jones, if you didn't know. And we got Tua, touchdown,
1: Tagovailoa.
3: What's happening?
1: Oh man, cheese! I just love hearing cheese talk about his own team. It's so fun to watch, but yeah, the the quarterbacks he's got his Tom Brady, who's kind of over the edge, looking to retire soon. He's got his young gun, Tua Tagovailoa, and his quarterback that's thriving with upside and Daniel Jones. That's just perfect quarterback situation for the cheeseburger. Yeah, uh,
3: Tua, my top quarterback coming this year. Danny Dimes, my number two quarterback last season. And Tom Brady, my uh, quarterback that's going to pit up Winston numbers this year. Let's go. I think yeah.
2: Shark is a little scared. It's, I'm not scared because he's in d- another division, so I'm good for now. But... <laughs> <laughs> for now, it's a nice team. And his running backs, David Johnson, Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa. We start with receivers, bro. Start with the receivers. So receivers, <laughs> we're gonna get into it right now. We got Stefan Diggs, Terry McLaurin, and Hollywood Brown. Top three. What's headed? How you feel about my receiver core compared to the other divisions core so far?
1: That's a very cheese-esque wide receiver group, but yeah, it's solid. Like I said, you've got your veteran and Stephon Diggs. you got your guy that's killing it right now in Terry McLaurin and your high upside play in Marquise Brown. So
0: It's a very
3: nice. It's a very nice. Yes, sir. Uh, then we got running backs. I got David Johnson, which first I thought Gurley would fall to me. Then we had this guy, Sharp, taking all the running backs per usual. <laughs> So I got David Johnson, and then I came through with the youngster, Cam Akers. Um, I also got Kareem Hunt. Uh, how you feel about my running
1: back core? I think the running backs are solid. David Johnson, they traded for him to be the workhorse. They're paying that crazy salary. There's no one else on the team that can really make a mark in the running back group. So, the you know, the... Wide receivers are straight up go route guys, and Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller. I think David Johnson's going to be eaten underneath in the passing game as well. And uh, Deshaun Watson, in my opinion, is, is an upgrade from Kyler Murray. So I like it for David Johnson this year. Yeah, Deshaun Watson didn't throw too
3: much to running back last year. I had Duke Johnson in a lot of leagues, and I was well, Carlos very Hyde was the starting
1: running back there. That's why.
3: Yeah, that, but I'm saying Duke Johnson was on the field a lot. He was running routes. He was open and throw to him a lot. But
1: it's different with David Johnson. I've, being I've there been now. hearing
3: this season that since they paid DJ all this money, um, the and uh, the coach there was talking about that they plan on the new with the offensive coordinator moving a lot of these running backs into receiving positions. So very happy. The running back core, probably not the best in the league, but it'll get me by. And then flexing, (laughs) flexing on them over here. I got Henry Brugs, number one receiver in the draft. Antonio
1: Uh, Brown, number one retiree. Retired. Best
3: rapper in the draft. Um, If I don't have AB, I'll probably put in Hunt or uh, Muhammad Sanu uh, or Greg Olson, something like that.
1: Yeah, high upside again, swinging for the fences with Henry Ruggs. He'll be on the field week one. Hayden Hurst in a uh, tight end happy offense. We saw what Hooper can do. Hayden Hurst was first round talent. And Kareem Hunt could fill in nicely if Antonio Brown is nowhere to be found. I also got New Smithson over here, probably number two receiver
3: on the Titans. Oh, you got
1: Corey Davis fucked up. I sure do. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not a fan. Um, but yeah. Shark is
1: done hearing about your team. Let's go to the next one. We're in the Destiny division. Rick the Hoodie in the house. I heard his name was
2: Mudbutt. Mudbutt. Yeah.
3: Yeah, uh, mud. But I don't know why they call him mud. But maybe he unleashed some of his butt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now let's just do this real quickly here. But shark, give me the lowdown. Why is his name Mud Butt?
2: I think I don't remember correctly. But we're playing poker, watching some billy stuff on TV, and he said he loves to go mudding and, and to just turn into mud butt.
1: <laughs> and that just stuck, huh? His name is Mud Butt. Mud Butt
2: Rick. <laughs> Let's go through
1: this Mud Butts team. Patrick Mahomes. Man, you went quarterback crazy in this draft. Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield. I, did you think it was Superflex? I'm a little confused on your strategy
2: here. That's what I'm thinking. He probably thought it was Superflex in the beginning, and then realized, wait, I these quarterbacks. I mean, could be a good strategy. You never know. Make some moves, but.
3: All right. Yeah, pretty nice quarterbacks. Then we go to wide receivers. We got Chris Godwin, and then we got Corey Davis, who I got fucked up. We got Randall Cobb. Oh God. And, uh, oh God. Randall we got Cobb. John Ross. And I don't know how you feel it, but.
1: Yeah, I mean maybe you could just <laughs>
0: I'm just saying to do better. Tell me have you that I'm just saying do better.
1: Yeah, I mean the, the you started off good with Chris Godwin there. He's looking solid as the wide receiver one but, man, Corey Davis, Randall Cobb are, just aren't going to get it done throughout your season here. And I could tell where you went tough mudding.
2: <laughs> Straight mudding. But, yeah, I mean, it's not too strong on the wide receiver cover, except for Godwin. And, and yeah, it's not too much on the bench either. Basically, you need to hit up the shark. Hey. He will lead you in the right direction. <laughs> 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 All
1: right, and then running backs, so we got John. Man, this team got you got your highest highs with Patrick Mahomes, Jonathan Taylor. Chris Godwin. Then your lowest lowest. (laughs) lows. Yeah. It comes at you quick. But Jonathan Taylor is a solid running back. You love the youth there at this position. Great offensive line. Tevin Coleman, we just talked about Raheem Mostert pissing off the 49ers. So I saw Tevin Coleman have huge games last year. He could definitely do it.
3: And I've seen him have bad games
1: last year. Yes. And then tight end, Jared Cook, he had a decent year with the Saints. He had like seven touchdowns. I don't know if – or he had nine touchdowns, excuse me, 700 yards. I don't know if he'll be able to repeat that with Emmanuel Sanders now there. But, yeah, Jared Cook, he had a decent year last year.
3: Oh, Anthony Anthony McFarlane in the flex along with John Ross. And then this has to be – The most rookies I've seen on the team so far. And Lamar Millerson over
1: here. Mr. Inactive. Mr. Inactive. Yeah, if I were this team, I would definitely be trying to find a QB needy team and trying to get the most I can for Deshaun Watson or Baker Mayfield. Ten rookies. Lots of rookies. (laughs) I do like one here. I'm going to give a little shout-out. Brian Edwards on the bench. Raiders wide receiver. This is a great prospect here in a team that needs a wide receiver one. Uh, but yeah, I think that's all for the mud. But
2: yeah, pretty much.
3: Let's oh. go
1: ahead and dive deeper into this destiny division.
3: All right, we got the next team. Panda, ah!
2: panda. <laughs> panda, 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 Are broads in Atlanta? All right, the panda,
3: Mister. All receiver, no running back panda coming in, quarterback, QB one. We got Matt Stafford. He had a very nice season last year till he got hurt. And backup quarterback is Teddy
1: Bridgewater. There we go. Teddy B. And he said he got broads in Atlanta. He's talking about Julio Jones here at the wide receiver one. Another Alabama. Wide receiver and Amari Cooper and Allen Robinson to cap it off as a wide receiver three. That is a very solid core. If I don't do say so myself, it's a
0: very nice.
2: Shark. Yeah, very solid. Like he got, he probably got the best receiver core in the in the league. He even got Robert Woods up flexing over there with your boy Will Fuller. I mean, super solid co- uh, wide receiver core
3: yeah very nice wide receiver core and then running backs we got Saquon Barkley one of the best running backs in the game and then pretty much
2: it
3: we got lots of backup running backs we got the handcuff king it must be cuffing season because RB2 we got either Boston Scott Tony Pollard Rashad Penny Jonathan Kelly America
0: when did the penny become worthless Discarded, disremembered, disrespected, defaced, left behind, hot glued, vacuumed, washed up, and wished away. Seriously, Ugh. people, stop throwing pennies away.
3: <laughs> yeah, for Shark penny. All the jokes of uh, the Shark Tank. The yeah.
2: Shark Tank. Worst trade ever. <laughs> Pretty oh, much.
3: Man, someone. To get into it. Someone traded a... Zini traded a first-round pick for Rashad Penny after he
1: was injured, (laughs) I believe.
3: (laughs) Or something like that. Um,
1: Oh, there was two really bad trades. Yeah, Zini pretty much gave up his top pick this year for Rashad Penny and Mason Rudolph. His first and second-round pick. Terrible, terrible by your commish. But he's lived and he's learned. And then I once... Traded away the 104 pick, which turned into Rashad Penny. Traded away Zach Ertz, Got back Alvin Kamara. And the league was never the same.
3: And then panned over here, the defense hoarder. Four defenses. Oh, whoa. Trying to trying to make something happen. Maybe turn Boston Scott into a starting running back.
1: Oh, the Philly legend?
3: Oh, yeah. The Philly legend,
1: Boston Scott. <laughs> you know,
3: they got murals of him in Philadelphia.
1: Yeah. And then yeah, the tight end spot also another weak spot with Chris Herndon. Look for Panda to make some serious moves in this week. He's definitely set up for it and I know he smells blood in the water. All right, next team. We got
3: Christian's team, Miles Hot, the Miles High Club for the Miles Sanders over there. The Miles High Club. And coming in quarterback, we got Josh Allen and uh, Dwayne Haskins. How you feeling?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not the best, not the worst. Josh Allen, I'm not that huge on, but he does have that rushing floor. Um I know Shark's a bigger fan of Josh Allen than I am.
2: Yeah, I like Josh Allen a lot. supposedly, I mean, hopefully he's supposed to have his breakout year now, especially with Diggs there. But, yeah, I like Josh, Josh Allen.
3: All right. And then wide receiver core. I'm going to go into the flexes on this one because we got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Rager, Mecole Hardman, C.D. Lamb, and Christian Kirk. Another pretty strong wide receiver core. Um, a lot of youngsters over here, but top talent, I would say, in the league. And, uh, yeah, how you feeling? Wide receiver core
1: lot of high upside in this wide receiver core reminds me of somewhat yours with Henry Ruggs and Hollywood Brown we got you know some burners here Tyreek Hill Jalen Rager and Hardman all got the burners um and also all very young so shout out to Chris great draft on his end I love the wide receivers here and these running backs Miles Sanders like you said DeAndre Swift is RB2 And uh, Noah Fant, just more youth. I love this team. Very, very high upside, and uh, he's going to be in contention from day one. As he usually is. Like I said in the chat, Chris don't miss, and he was coming in, making some nice picks early and often. Yeah, the bench, Jalen Hurd, Michael Pirine, Damian Harris, Ronald Jones. Like These are some solid pieces that can become very – Valuable in the beginning of the season here. All right. Then we got
3: next team.
2: Next squad. We got Golden Taint. John Deben, by the way. <laughs> they both got H's. Yeah, I know. They need to change that. Put a <laughs> last name on there.
3: All right. bringing
2: in. Who we got? So we got quarterback Derek Carr, starting quarterback, and backup quarterback Cam Newton at the bench.
1: Ooh. Kill a camp. All right, with the wide receivers, we got Odell Beckham Jr. Coming off a tough season, looking to bounce back. Brandon Cooks, same thing with him. Tough season, new team, looking to bounce back. And a rookie in Justin Jefferson. I actually like this wide receiver core. It's not bad.
3: Yeah, it's not bad at all.
1: Running backs,
3: we got Josh Jacobs and James Conner. Double J's over here. Flexing. Jameson Crowder, Manuel Sanders. That's where it kind of drops off for me. But the, in tight end position, one of the best tight ends in the game, Travis Kelsey. Not a bad team over here.
2: I feel this is the definitely your toughest playoff, competition. Yeah. Definitely
3: a playoff team in the division. Now that I'm looking at my division, it's pretty tough. <laughs> you got my team, Panda's team, and this team right here is looking very nice.
2: Yeah, I and like Chris. It a
3: lot. Chris also. Oh, yeah, Chris mm-hmm. also.
1: But yeah, on the bench here, we didn't mention Devin Duvernay and Van Jefferson, two rookies that have a lot of upside and could have an opportunity sooner than later. So yeah, like you said, Chark, I think this is one of the better competitions. The better there.
3: starting lineups. Looking at the bench, um, I don't see too much depth, especially with Manuel Sanders. Being aged and Jameson Crowder getting a lot of competition this yeah, year. Yeah,
1: that's where Shark really capitalized on you guys was the depth. A lot of these teams don't have depth, but Sharks just top to bottom. And like sixteen team team sixteen team leagues, it's rough. It's gonna be rough out here on the bench.
2: Yeah, people gonna be hurting.
1: All right, let's get into this next team. Black rock bangers. What is that referencing? I don't know.
3: I don't know, but maybe we'll find out. Um, BlackRock bangers. We got Kyler Murray coming in quarterback, backup quarterback. The Minshew, Minshew mania. And uh, a lot of upside maybe with Kyler Murray this season and Minshew. Two young, good quarterbacks, I would say. Decent. Um, Then wide receiver position. This is another very nice wide receiver core. Michael Thomas. A.J. Uh, Brown and Jerry Judy.
1: Yeah, I definitely like his quarterback situation. Wide receivers look great. Um, yeah, Gardner Minshew and Kyler Murray are solid as well. I wouldn't say it's better than pandas just because you know I love Jerry Judy in college. Don't get me wrong, but I can't I can't say he's better than Allen Robinson right now. Well, this is similar, I'd say, to Chris's team at the wide receiver, the top three receivers in our league in the Shark Tank, right? But yeah, I'm no, no. Me, in this league, I mean, he yeah, has like some young guys. Oh, uh, I mean, he's got some upside. He's got McCall Hardman. Like, I like him a lot. But Jerry Judy, to me, is if you watched him in college, you would know he's yeah, he's nice. He's been that since freshman year, and uh, he could come in and easily be the alpha in, in Denver, even though Cortland Sutton's a beast. But yeah, AJ Brown, Michael Thomas. Can't argue with those guys. You got the best wide receiver in the league. Shark, get prospect. to the running back core.
3: Please let Ooh, know. We got the
2: running yeah. backs. We got Keyshawn Vaughn from Tampa Bay and A.J. Dillon. And pretty much on the bench, not much. Antonio Gibson hope, hoping for something. Pretty much just got a lot of backup running backs. And I think Hawaii. Oh, yeah, and pretty much uh, it's pretty trash at running back. But gonna have to work something out. Gonna have to start making moves.
1: Yeah, it looks like he went zero RB here. Stacked up the you know quarterbacks and RBs wide are damn receivers. near projected zero. By the way, AJ <laughs> Dillon. Yeah, I just don't. I don't see him having a big role right away. And Keyshawn Vaughn. Same with him. Uh,
3: Hunter Henry, tight end, and then we're flexing with Paris Campbell and Alan Lazard. All right. ready to get into this next one. <laughs> one another one-team defense over here, Chicago.
1: It's time to get into the next team in the Destiny division. We're talking about Bow Dad Action, boss,
2: A-Town. Oh, yeah, Ariel back in it. He got Let's start off with quarterbacks. We got Jared Goff to start it off. And on the bench, he got Phillip Rivers and Taysom Hill
1: not bad, better than a lot of the quarterback situations we've seen in this league, just lack thereof we should say wide receivers, we got Calvin Ridley DJ Chark, Tyler Boyd all solid wide receiving options
3: not bad at all not bad at all
1: and then for the running backs we got my favorite fantasy player who I got 100% exposure to, all my leagues Christian McCaffrey, Stanford running back, you love to see it. That's what you do with the number one pick. RB 2s a little bit rough with Tariq Cohen. I'm not. I'm not possibly that. Marlon Mack, Justin Jackson. Ah, yeah, just not in love with any of those
2: options there. But McCaffrey will shoulder that load. Exactly, McCaffrey will be up to three running backs starting right there. Just... <laughs> that guy's rich. ridiculous.
3: And then the flex, we're flexing with Juju Smith-Schuster and Sammy Watkins. Mm. Another one of the more deeper teams into the flex position. Tyler Higby, tight end.
1: Yeah, this might be like a top three wide receiver team here with just the depth. Those four starting four wide receivers are really nice. Yeah, and I think Juju, Juju this year
2: is going to do a lot better with Big Ben Beck. You know it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's hands down tight end we got tyler higby who really came on late last year you know we him in the splits with gerald everett it is not pretty but the second that one of them goes off the field whoever plugs in at tight end and gets all those snaps ends up really excelling if that happens to be tyler higby at the start of this season he just picks up where he left off that's really going to boost this team yeah another team of one defense new york jets defense and uh I'm ready to just remove defenses from fantasy. I'm over it. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I think it should be IDPs, if anything. But If
3: anything. It is what it is. And we get to the last team. Our boy, Drunk Marv. And uh, he's always sipping. He's always faded.
1: I've got a hangover. Who knows what that means? Doesn't that mean you're drunk? No. It means I was drunk yesterday.
3: All right, Drunk Marv coming in. Um, used to have one of the lesser teams in the Shark Tank, but since he's been coming around, playing in our Dynasty Leagues, he's been stepping it up. And I love what he's doing here, coming in. Two young quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Um, it would have been nice to maybe get another quarterback. Who knows when Herbert's going to start.
1: Yeah, unless the Chargers just slip early and they uh, they get eliminated from playoff contention early, Herbert's going to be right in that bench, I think, or if Tyrod gets hurt. But Joe Burrow, starting quarterback, that's got to be exciting after his college season. Wide receivers, you know I love me some DJ more. Shark doesn't. <laughs> Mike Evans and Mike Williams, two big guys, big red zone guys. Um, you know... It's a solid wide receiving group, just but I just got those other ones on my brain that we just looked at with Juju Smith and just super super deep, but you know Marv like we like you said uh, definitely improving, stepping it up yeah. definitely improving. And then uh,
3: running backs, we got Dalvin Cook, Sony Michelle.
1: Well, you talk about Sony because that's your boy. I don't know if that's my boy, but. Uh, <laughs>
3: Decent running back I me. Mean, Dalvin Cook can't go wrong. I Dalvin love Dalvin. Cook. Yeah. And Sony, big question mark I feel like this season. This is going to be make it or break it for me on Sony.
1: Are you worried about Dalvin Cook not playing? No. What about you? I'm not worried, but I hope he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with them. I don't think Dalvin Cook, uh, or I should say, I do think Dalvin Cook is going to play. I'm not worried about this whole contract situation. He's going to ball. And then in the flex, we're flexing with Marv's favorite player, Curtis Samuel. And
3: we got <laughs> Latavius Murray on the bench. Maybe Carlos Hyde. Uh, got like James half Washington, the bench to
1: fill Kenny still. Stills. It's a yeah. short bench here. Yeah. Not too deep for sure. Uh, Austin Hooper, tight end. He literally has like half of his bench to fill. So
2: Yeah, so you better get on that wire, Marv. Yup.
1: But yeah, as far as this bench here, if David Njoku gets traded... That's something to look at. Uh, you know, he's been talking about it. He requested a trade. Carlos Hyde. I know you would hate to see a shark, but if somehow, some way, Chris Carson is not ready, Carlos Hyde just showed he could get a thousand yards. Pr- pretty much, you know, just giving him enough carries, he'll get his four yards per carry. And yeah, as far as this team, Marv, it's got a lot more upside than uh, some of your other teams, but. Yeah, I love the Dalvin Cook. I love the DJ more. The fully loaded players are represented.
3: Yeah, d- definitely got to get some depth over here. Um, but,
1: all right, we finished this
3: conference, division, whatever you want to call it. Top teams in
1: the division.
3: Top four, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'll go with your team, Panda's team, uh, Chris's team, of course. And then... Uh, about that action boss that was the one yep with Ridley and McCaffrey yeah we'll yeah. go with him boy Ariel's team Ariel yep
3: um that rounds it up that's our well, guess wait what
1: do what you guys
3: thinking, oh, what, thinking what's your idea? top four yeah. Yeah. my
2: top four I'll go with a Panda we'll go uh, about that action Cheese and Miles High Club. yep okay so we, we got the we basically same. all agreed okay yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. top four that's, I guess that's our prediction for playoffs right there. We yeah. pick top four from each division. And uh, All right. it's time now, for
1: the... Now it's time to get into these voicemails.
3: Yeah. The, the,
1: I hope you guys sent in some mail bag. voicemails. The mailbag. Who you got? Who's first? Uh, Who you got, Shark? Who you got for the mailbag? We got Mudbutt. Go ahead. Play it. Oh. I didn't know where it's at. Go
3: ahead. You can find it. I wasn't looking
2: for that. All right. You got voicemail? A voicemail from Mud, but here we go. Make sure it's turned up. Was Jonathan Taylor running back corporation comp, pretty much? Um, I don't know if you guys understood that. But...
1: I don't know. Can someone please translate that for me? What? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know what's funny? This is definitely a Ryan question because he would go off on this subject. But I'll give you mine. I'm going to tell you, for me, it's Leonard Fournette. Big guy coming out of college. Really fast. Underrated hands. As a prospect, I'll say Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I'm going to go closer to, like, Joe Mixon
3: for uh, for him. Maybe even Saquon Barkley. I love Jonathan Taylor coming out. He looks pretty nice, but... um. Yeah. you got to work on the questions, bro. Speak a little clearer. Oh, my but, but come on, you got to
2: step <laughs> it up next time. But me, my comp, I would say Zeke as much as crazy, but Jonathan Taylor looks real good and looks like he's going to beast it out there once he's getting the starting job.
1: So Zeke, Fournette, and Mixon, that's not bad at all. <laughs> Thank you for your call, Mud, but who we right. got next? All, all right. right.
3: Uh, I got some questions from, well, it's not rolling with my homies anymore because you don't have my So we got Christian coming in, a couple questions. Um, No voicemail? No voicemail. Come on, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know the drill. We got some ring questions. What, number one, will Miles Sanders live up to the offseason hype? So basically how you guys feel about Miles Sanders. Yeah,
1: I love Miles Sanders. I'll start he's going uh what, like R B twelve or something? I don't know. Oh no, he's going earlier RB, than that. RB. Yeah. He's he's definitely in the top two rounds, and then as far as running backs, I think he's top ten at least. But yeah, I love Miles Sanders. The argument against him is Doug Peterson doesn't use uh one running back, it's always a committee. But he's had like Josh Adams, Corey Cl I mean These guys are nowhere close to the talent level of Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders played behind Saquon Barkley, for those of you who don't know, at Penn State. Obviously, something worked there in their running back uh, group. And yeah, I love Miles Sanders. I think he's going to live up to the hype if he's healthy.
2: Yeah, I really like Miles Sanders, little baby Saquon. And I think he's going to be real good. But for me, I, I, I wasn't trying to pay his price, but I really do like Miles Sanders a lot
3: yeah where where he's going right now i feel like is his top value he'll be at um i think boston scott is going to be a huge factor this season in philly and like you said how doug peterson doesn't like to use a workhorse bell cow running back i think that is going to stay the same with with the addition of boston scott at the end of last season Um, next question from chris what can fantasy owners expect to see from deandre swiss rookie campaign
2: uh, I think he's gonna start off behind uh, what's his name, Carryon Carryon Johnson. He's gonna start off getting those PPR catches off the backfield and slowly wait, work his way to try either take the job or just split work.
3: Yeah, I think Swift is gonna come through and steal the whole starting job by the end of the season. But um, as a rookie campaign, it might take him a few games with. The situation for rookies right now it's not looking good. So uh, as a running back, I think it's easier to perform. But um, I think it's going to take him a while to take over the position. Maybe like week four or something for DeAndre Swift. But yeah. I don't know how much the running back position is going to be valuable for the Lions as it hasn't been too valuable the
1: last few fantasy seasons. Yeah, what worries me is I remember the hype behind on Johnson, and when he was healthy, I mean, he wasn't even getting all the workload then. So to me, even if the running back stands out and Matt Patricia should be just using the one guy, I think he's just of the New England mindset where he splits up that workload and it's just never going to be a truly featured back. Plus Detroit, they've just been doomed when it comes to the running back position I think it was a rough landing spot for Swift. I would have much rather seen him in Atlanta with the Falcons or something that like that. That would be great yeah. fit. Um, then last question from Christian. We got, who will merge as
3: the Cowboys' top wideout this year? Take it, cheese. And uh, my, in my opinion, man, CeeDee Lamb, I think he's a cut above the rest. I think he's dope, but I don't think he's going to emerge strongly this season. Um, sitting there behind Gallup and, and a very strong wide receiver core. I, I think CD Lamb will make some plays, but before he gets that chemistry down with Dak, it might be a while, and I don't think he's taking the number one position until they get rid of Amari Cooper.
2: Yeah, I feel the same way. I think Amari Cooper will stay the number one there. I mean, there's going to be a lot of big plays coming from CD, but I think it's Cooper all the way.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. You know I love Amari Cooper, so between the rookies just having a tough time with COVID and getting playing time right off the bat and Amari being fully healthy. I mean, Amari is just awesome when he's fully healthy. And as long as that's the case, he's going to be the number one receiver on most teams he's on. That's just how it is. And is that it from the Chris? That's it for Christian. We got some more questions.
3: What else you got? And
2: here comes another question from Nick Cruz, Cruise Control. Here we go. What's up, guys? I'd like to submit send a question
3: in. What's your outlook on Alshon, Jeffrey, and Larry Fitzgerald later in the season or even earlier in the season?
1: Nice, Nick. Yeah, I mean, we talked about your squad. You know, I think you were the one with George Kittle, if I recall. But, yeah, I'm. you know, Larry Fitzgerald with DeAndre Hopkins coming in, that target hog, I just don't trust him being on the field all that much anymore. And when he's on the field, it's going to be a tough Tough competition for the targets between Christian Kirk, Kenyon Drake. You know, Dan Arnold is a sleeper there. Got a bunch of guys just competing. And who was the other wide receiver? Uh, Larry Fitz and Alshon. Alshon, yeah. There's no timetable for his return. The Eagles need him in the worst way. He's on the books for crazy dead money, so they can't even cut him. They need him really bad, so hopefully he can come back. Yeah, these are both
3: very crowded wide receiver cores with the Eagles have done this off season bringing in Marquise Goodwin, signing Quez Watkins and a whole, but they don't want to be in the same situation they were in last season, pulling off people from the practice squad, moving up to wide receiver and uh, Alshon. I mean, if he plays, he's always good when he plays. I think he's going to be a top receiver on the team when he plays one of the top targets going into Larry. I think Larry is, definitely on the last leg of his career and um, maybe he might be decent this season maybe start might he might start getting replaced near the end of the season possibly getting Keem Bustler some work and maybe Andy Isabella in these four wide receiver sets the Cardinals like to run. How you feeling Shark? Uh,
2: yeah Alshon he definitely needs to come back. If he comes back I think he'll get a lot of work because Wentz loves him some Alshon but the injuries everything is just what's getting them and Larry Fitz I mean I don't know if he's gonna get too much work with Hopkins there and like Tyler said he's a ball you know he loves to get the the ball all the time hogging it but we'll see how that goes from there alright Shark you got another one for us and there's another one from Guru that I don't know why the hell he's sending a long ass but here we go
0: daddy 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 have <laughs> <Help> them daddy <laughs> What's up, Quest Dynasty League? What's going on, fellas? Have no fear, El Guru is here. (laughs) Um, I'm sure you guys already talked about Guru Squad and uh, some of you guys are shaking in your little boots. (laughs) Uh, And and you know what? I uh, got to say, it's definitely one of Guru's best drafts. Um, I definitely stayed away from... uh, my 49ers, you know, I gotta separate the heart, you know, from the business. Um, uh, I try to get uh, players that didn't really have any contract issues at least within my starting lineups, uh, which I thought was really cool, man. I wasn't trying to go with any players that that uh, were 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 potential holdouts, you know, or anything like that, or so. Google's really happy about that. And um, also, I, I also try to do my best to uh, not, not have players that overlap on the same bye weeks. So with, what I, I really like about my team is that I'm probably going to be missing only one or two guys max for my roster every week. So I should have a nice formidable, um, nice formidable spot every week. And some of you guys uh, are already struggling on that flex position. So... Uh, Guru is super excited uh, it was a fun draft uh, uh, Guru's, Guru's money right now is on, on Darius Geis if that guy's hamstrings can hold up it's over fellas and so good luck to everybody um, and I hope uh, everybody's being safe out there Guru is out
3: alright I can tell you how Guru's feeling about his squad
0: You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine lighting, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down.
1: Woo! Did Guru even have a question? That's what I was about to say. Was there a question? (laughs) He just came in to flex. (laughs) (laughs) He flexed on y'all with like a two minute recording. Oh man. No, it's he kind of ran great. out of energy too in the whole, <laughs> He started off
0: Yeah Came in here.
1: hot <laughs> oh, Alright is that all the questions From you guys That's it from
2: here Nothing else I got
1: one more This was the request to be The last question Of the quest edition Shark Tank Dynasty pod It's from your commish
2: <laughs> What is good with y'all This is your commissioner, the big game zini zini dope, or whatever y'all want to call me. It's all good, but I am the commissioner. Anyway, I just want to give a shout-out to everybody that joined the league, that participated in the draft, got who they wanted, maybe not who they wanted, Sean. (laughs) Anyway... But I do have a question for y'all. Since it's so early in the in the season, I want to ask for a bold prediction from y'all. I'm asking the question to you guys. Who will be likely to win this league? Whether you want to say it's on paper or not, give me your best guess. Who's going to be the undisputed champion of the Quest League? Thank you, y'all, for this announcement from the commissioner, GameZen. all right all right i I think i was just started off just because you know it's me but zini i think i'm gonna win it without a doubt i got it all hands down i'm winning
3: (laughs) all right now uh let me let me remind you guys who's the commissioner Gabe zini if you guys didn't know by the voicemail but um yeah thank you everyone for participating thanks for the donations guys uh, I hope we're getting a ring at the end of the year because I'm gonna be flossing that thing.
2: Let's go. So who do you think?
3: Who do I think's gonna win? I, I just
1: told you, man. Thanks for the <laughs> donations, guys.
3: You go see uh, me the
2: ship? Let's hear from Tyler. Let's. We just <sighs> we're being biased on our team, so <laughs> yeah, well, of course. I'm yeah.
1: trying to break it down. It's such a big league here. I'm gonna start with the division. I think it's gonna come out of the Legacy Division, the champion. And yeah, I'm thinking it's going to come down to Joel and Shark. Joel, his team is really built to win this year. I worry about Ty Hilton going forward in Dynasty, but he should be solid this year. Um, Debo Samuel, you know, that's that's a big question mark for you, but I do think that the champion will be coming out of the legacy division.
2: Yeah, we got this.
1: <laughs> yep. We'll
3: we'll see. We'll see man. You know what happens. You have a good record, you get the most points, you get bounced in the first round. Yes. Let's go. Shark, Shark Tank Quest League. I'm out. We out. We out.